Good morning and welcome to Bear This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Well, it is an amazing pleasure as usual to have an opportunity to come to you again on this Winning Wednesday and it is so beautiful by me. I hope you're having a great morning and I promise to deliver you some amazing stuff today. Uh, I'm going to do a segment of Winning Wednesday. What do I do? (laughs) What do I do? Uh, questions today. Um, in your neck of the woods, before I spin off into my questions, I want to ask you, what is it about today that you are going for to win by this afternoon? What are you going to win? Okay, I want you to come up with something. <laughs> it doesn't have to be this huge thing. But I want you to go for something to win before you go home today, okay? And, you know, it's these little things that we set, you know, uh, as the highlight of our day that really makes us feel good on our commute home, yes? It's like, yeah, you know, I really, you know, I I did something, you know, whether it be a, a phone call, right? You know, when I was working at a, at a specific profession, one of my jobs was to be on the phone, <laughs> be on the phone or in front of people. And I had this list of, you know, maybe, you know, uh, about 25% of my list for clients that they were really difficult to get a hold of. And for various reasons, they were very busy. You know, they weren't always there. You know, they were tra- they were traveling uh, executives, and or or they just you were or you landed on their do not call list. You know, <laughs> so it was always one of those things, right? One of those three things. And I would uh, set out to to really score big with those clients. And the first score was that that I could even land them on the phone, right? that I could even get them to pick up my phone call was a huge land. It was almost the same kind of feeling of closing a huge deal. <laughs> you know, it had the same sort of uh, enthusiasm attached to it and elevation because it, it brought you to a different landing pad. You know, it brought you to something that, okay, the, 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 the reality of this is that, you know, there's some business that can be done here, you know, but it can't be done until, you know, we have the conversation, right? So even if it's like that, uh, you know, somebody that you're able to land on the phone and they actually want to talk to you or give you their time, um, but it, it can be anything in relation to what you do. It could be a, a goal, you know, maybe that's something connected personally to your family, you know, something. You know, you call your 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 partner today and uh, you tell them that you love them, you know, just very unexpectedly. Or you show up at their job today to take them out, treat them out for lunch or for some sort of snack. But I want you to go for something and I want you to really celebrate it on your commute home today for so go for something and put up a lot of different things up on your vision board so that the promise of landing and accomplishing one of those goals today becomes a reality all right not just one thing but get 10 things okay 10 things that you think that wow with your great efforts you can make happen before it before the close of business today all right 
Yes, and and that on your commute home is is a whole big celebration thing with your music and everything else that you do, right? And your enjoyment, right? All right. So Winning Wednesday, I want to uh, celebrate Winning Wednesday uh, by coming up with some solutions with, with some relationship life questions, right? So let me get started. What do I do? I love my partner, but I'm no longer physically attractive to him. What can I do to turn it back on? Okay, that is um, maybe not so much uh, a common question, (laughs) but it is a common problem, all right? It's a common problem, but it's not a common question because a lot of folks really don't ever really want to admit that to people right you know because we feel like oh my god how could i say that about my partner i love this person right we almost feel like we're selling them out when we say these things yes um but it's 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 a great question and it's a question that really should be addressed because what happens in our partnerships there could become a phase where one of our partners or both of our partners become indifferent to the relationship for whatever reason or maybe we're in a slump uh i I don't like the read it out thing i don't like that word so i I prefer like a slumpy type of thing which is which is brought on by life okay it's brought on by the miscellaneous things that life brings us that the hands of life right so it can be a million and one things that why people land there okay and it's perfectly okay that you land there but what happens is when we move in, okay, all right? It's okay that you land there, but when you move in, it's a problem, all right? It's a problem when you take residence and you start unpacking your luggage there, right? It's, and then, then all of a sudden, you know, it's like, wait, wait a minute, you know, what happened? I didn't marry my best friend or my friend. I married a partner, my, my, my intimate partner, who is capable of being my best friend, but I, I need something else going on here. Yes, I need, I need something here, right? Uh, so we wanna be able to deliver according to what we enrolled in initially, right? We wanna be able to deliver this stuff, yes? Uh, so I I like to, to say to people in relationships that the fact that you've partnered up and the fact that you have made legal agreements and you own stuff together, big stuff, some of you, um, does not give us the, the, the light to, I'm, I'm going to get so comfortable here that I, don't, I, I become indifferent, okay? And I want to put a safety guard on this conversation because I don't want to offend anybody, but what I'm going to say is sometimes this sort of transformation happens um without cause it just happens because we get comfortable uh we are so in love and we feel when when people make us feel like we can be whatever we are you know what i mean and and there's a lot of people that do that you know we move in and they're our intimate partner now they also have the role of our best friend and how are we with our best friends right we're very comfortable with our besties you know we don't care that they see us with no makeup on, no cosmetics, you know, with, 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 with the grandma draws and, and anything and everything else, you know, that the legs aren't shaved and, you know, all these things, you know, <laughs> all these things, right? 
Right. I used to have one girlfriend, and she used to, her pet peeve was her husband um, would, like, answer the door in his, in his muscle T-shirt, you know, with his boxers on. You know what I mean? Not even going to put on a pair of trousers, you know? So if they were home for the day, and, and some, one of the neighbors came and knocked at the door, that's how he went to the door, right? And she used to get so mad, you know, um, because she was all buttoned up, you know. She was a very buttoned up lady. And he would, you know, answer like that and, and, and very comfortably answer like that. So, you know, so there was a little bit of cleaning up that she needed to do. And, she, and uh, they used to kind of be at odds and go to war over it because he had completely no understanding, you know, no understanding. But um, so these are the types of things that that can happen in our relationships. Like he didn't know what he was doing wrong. He didn't. He was like, I answered the door, you know. Someone rang the doorbell, so I got up and answered. What's your problem? I got clothes on, right? So he didn't, he couldn't see it. But uh, so she needed to take him back and retrain and give him some retraining <laughs> lessons, right? Because I doubt, according to uh, according to her her harsh reaction, I doubt seriously that's where he started with her. I don't think that's where he started. You know, I think he was very buttoned up when he, when he walked in the door with her, yes? So, but there's a, there's a lot of different things. So sometimes we can get that comfortable without cause. You know, there's really no reason. It's just we're comfortable, you know, and this person makes me feel like I can be whoever. You know, it's the first relationship I've had that I didn't have to run to the cosmetics box at five in the morning, you know, and jump back in bed, you know, or, or, or the first relationship that uh, I can be in my sweat clothes, you know, I don't always have to have something sexy on, you know, and the relationship with the guy too, where he can, you know, hang around instead of the, the bikini, you know, uh, types of things that we love, the briefs, you know, the real tight briefs that us women love to see our men in, that, you know, he's walking around all day now in his boxer shorts, you know, <laughs> which, which also could be very sexy, by the way, you know, so I don't know. Um, so I don't I don't know the specific reasons why she's not attractive. She didn't. She was very classy about it and didn't go into specifics, but only to say that she's not physically attractive. So I I, I would address the her 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 problem with this solution is it is self awareness. It's what self improvement month. Okay. September is self-improvement month, people. So there's your, your excuse right there. Honey, guess what month it is, right? And we're so early in the month. It's only We're only the first weekend, right? So we got the rest of September to clean this thing up, yes? Uh, so I would say do it in a partnership. This way you don't offend him, okay? Do it in a partnership where you're doing stuff, he's doing stuff, and you get yourself t- together like that. Okay, and sometimes we fall into a slump and we don't know how to pull out of it, you know, because it, it all depends on, on how we got there. You know what I mean? Like, uh, did something happen in the house, you know, within the family? Did something happen in his life, okay, that would cause him to to be sort of indifferent, okay? Uh, did, 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 you know, sometimes it, it relates to just about anything. And I don't want to list all the things because it's a million things of what it could be or not, sometimes without cause, okay? 
but step on the platform that it's uh, September Self-Improvement Month. And this way, it can be a couple thing and, and you can get yourself together. But here's the great news that, can, that happens here in, in a lot of relationships. You're not alone in this because a lot of us, this happens to, to most relationships and it's a phase. It's a phase, uh, it's a season, and then it moves on and out, okay? So it's a very common thing in relationships, so you shouldn't be alarmed about that. The alarming thing comes in when, when we move in and settle there and start living in that space, okay? So here's your opportunity to use this month as a stepping, inspiring action to get both of your acts together, okay? The great news, I want to follow it up where I started a second ago, was the great news is, is when we come out of that and we start reflecting back, oh my God, you know what I mean? I can't believe I wore that around the house. You know, we, we have these, oh my goodness, my gosh moments, okay? Once we're pulled out of that, that, that phase, we reflect back on it sometimes in shock. You know, we're like, oh my goodness, you know, it makes me feel so awkward. How did you put up with me when I was like, you know, sometimes we do react that way because we can't always see ourselves, who we are all the time in those moments. Life really can do a doozy on us sometimes, people. We're not perfect in this thing, right? We're just not perfect. And, and I would say to you, you really, uh, for all partnerships, I really do think you have to give your partner grace. You got to give them grace. You have to try to help them and to see, you know, throw them a line, okay? Throw them a lifeline, okay? Something must be wrong here, all right? Help them, all right? So I, in, in other words, I don't want you to sit back on the other side of the table and, and go to your girlfriends and just complain about them, okay? I don't want you to do that, okay? So what I'm saying is, whatever you do, don't complain about your partner, okay? Because this could be you in six months. I mean, everybody goes there, okay? Everybody lands there at some point in their relationship. Everybody does, okay? And, and for whatever reason, it doesn't matter the reason, but everyone will land there, okay? For a season, for a phase, okay? And that's healthy, okay? As long as it's a season, a season, a phase, okay? Not uh, years and years and, 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 and months and months and months, okay? It can be, I think, six months is it. Six months you give people to, you know, they're in this phase and sometimes they, they work themselves out of it, themselves, with no aid at all. But six months, I think, is, you know, by the time six months and you're still seeing this, then, you know, you really got to do everything to throw them a lifeline, okay? Do you compliment him? Okay, I want you to start noticing when he makes these improvements, all right? I want you to notice, okay, when he comes back home from a haircut, all right? I want you to, you know, I want you to notice and I want you to feel something, okay? Um, and, and, and as we're improving ourselves, perhaps these feelings will come back. You know, they say you fall in and out of love in relationships. And that does happen to a lot of couples. My relationship, um, I, I don't believe I ever fell out of love with my partner. But, but I do recall going through phases where 
you know, it was more intense or, or not so much. <laughs> you know what I mean, it was like that, right? Uh, so if you're, if you're with someone for a very, very long time, you have to almost not expect it, but you have to know that it's reality. It's the reality of life that's walked in. You know, if you're with someone for 10 years or more, now you're, you're spending a big chunk of your life with them. Yes. So, I mean, all of the, and, and what is, and what does that translate to? The longer we're with someone, the more likely you're going to be dealing and standing next to them as they're dealing with a lot of different things, right? We deal with, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, initiating our careers, some of us, the beginning of our marriages, we're still in college or just, or just, you know, upon graduation, we're, 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 we're getting introduced into a whole new set of life rules. So there's that phase. And then you see people through their careers and, you know, they're, they're diving for dollars and, you know, uh, you know, and they're dedicating a lot of their time there. And then you watch them, they go through the family phase and then they, they start dealing with death. You know, so we, the longer you spend with people, the more likely you're going to be present when they're managing life. Okay. And life can really land beautifully and life can really put us face down. Okay, so you, you, you have to prepare that for every relationship. That, uh, and sometimes I think it's a great thing to do before we really officially tie the knot with people is, well, I still love this person when they get sick. Well, you know, what, you know, we don't know who we're going to be, but you can think about it. Like, how much do I love this person? If they lose this job, well, I still want to be next, next to them. You know what I mean? Is it the career that I love that they do, or do I really love them without all this stuff? Do I love them with all the money, or could, would I marry this person poor? You know, there, there are certain things I think we should really go through the list, not to discuss with anyone, but to really just, you know, have a face-to-face with your own heart. Okay, to see where you're at, okay? Because that will give clear explanation to how your feelings could change depending on where they have landed in the phase of their lives, okay? So if you realize that you're not attracted to him anymore because now he's no longer an attorney and coming in with a beautiful suit every day, you know what I mean? So uh, there's there's a lot that can go in this of not being attractive. All right. Some women love the uniform. Some women love the, you know, the whole MD thing. I mean, we get really, you know, it's 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 not a hiccup. You know, it's what people like. You know, you can't blame them for what they get turned on by. Yes. But you have to be very honest with yourself and know I'm very turned on by the doctor thing. You know what I mean? So, you have to also. Uh, fast forward and say, what happens if he decides that he doesn't want to be a doctor anymore? He gets fired or whatever, right? Are you still going to be in love with him? Or, you know, how much in love are you with this person? Okay. And and these are real questions and it's being and coming face to face with our own heart. Okay. And, and the privacy of our own time. Okay. And, and it gives uh, an easier explanation of how tolerant we are of life changes. Okay, how tolerant are you? You know, if you discover, you know, you have to take care of someone that's ill, okay? Can you go through a life crisis with them, okay? Can you handle it if they break down and need help with, 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 with a huge problem that happens in their life? It's like that, okay? And, and, a, and a promise of relationship 
I think we should all address that privately, okay? And, and just be honest with yourself, okay? You, you, it's really, it's, and it's a very, very healthy thing to do, okay? But going back to, to uh, the attraction, you know, so part of fixing the attraction also is not just improving him or you or both of you, but it's why, okay? And I don't know why, because it wasn't a, you didn't phrase that in a question, but discovering why you're no longer attracted to him to me is important, okay? If it's something as easy as, you know, he's walking around in his boxer shorts, well, that's a real quick fix, okay? Uh, so it, it depends why. If it's something that you just don't like his hairstyle and he's gotten a little slovenly, all right, around the house and with his appearance, and, you know, he's not quite as sharp and, and, and buttoned as he used to be with you. That's an easy fix. Okay. The more complicated solutions are if you have fallen in love with an image, okay, if you've fallen in love with something that he can't keep up right all of a sudden, like all, all, the, all the shoes you know, fell off the tree, right? I mean, it's only so long we keep up this act, right? We kind of, yeah, you know, some people marry like that. They have this whole, you know, persona that they present, you know, when, when to, to attract, it's bait, you know, for people, you know, it's bait, a persona. It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's so sexy, you know, whatever it is, right? But I just got to have it, right? I got to have it. So you marry it, and then you realize, you know, as, as, as you get under the covers, that that persona starts to wear into and transfer to something else that's more real. Okay. So um, I want you to do the homework on this. I want you definitely to take advantage of September is, a, is a self-improvement month. Okay. I want you to ride that at 100%. But I also want you to get underneath this and figure out why else are you not attractive if it's just a if it's just a physical thing or he's you know little pet peeves you can fix but if it's really something big then you're really going to have to ask yourself is this the person that you can still be with okay okay because getting jumping on the other side of the table when we become physically unattractive to our intimate partner uh, there's a lot of danger that can happen on this road, okay? What happens is now intimate relations uh, are not likely to happen, <laughs> right? It's not, not, not likely to happen. Uh, coupled with the, with, with the other thing is uh, there's nothing worse than having a partner intimately that that's just goes through the motions. Mm, that's the worst, isn't it? Nobody wants to go through the motions, man. I know a lot of people do it, but they're not happy. And I tell you, at the, at the first tease of something that really makes them drop their hat, right, um, they'll be out of there, okay? Because people, they, we like that. You know, we do. We, we like that. I don't think that's a part of our lives that we ever drop, that we ever really want to lose, you know. If it fades away on its own together as a couple as you age but you're still madly in love with each other that's different okay but if you're still vibrant and and um 
you really want that part of your life to be uh, to have a very high flame then losing that physical attraction is really going to hurt you <laughs> it's gonna hurt it's gonna hurt it's gonna be very painful right it'll be very painful and and what i would say to people is is nobody wants to shut the lights off close their eyes and go through the motion so i would say the one thing that you said when you wrote the question is that you love this person okay you love them okay um so I'm going to ask you, do you love them because you just love them and you care about them and um, you have to be close to them and you don't want to lose ties with them, okay? It's a different kind of love here that, that, that happens sometimes. Or do you love them and you cannot wait to run home to them and take all your clothes off at five? Okay, <laughs> that's really, there is a different kind of love and you know what, we can start off like that and and get to where you are today where you love you know but i don't i don't know what kind of love you're feeling okay you you love but do you still love them enough to want to stay married to them okay that that's that's what i'm trying to to get to arrive at i hear you love them but do you love them in the kind of way that you still want to be married I don't like to make an assumption, but because you reached out to me and asked me, I'm believing and assuming that you love them so much as a partner, okay, that you want to fix this and you do still want to be married to them, okay, and you want to find a way, like you said, to turn it back on, all right? So I'm, I'm going with that all the way. You just want to turn this thing back on. It's very possible. The first thing of turning it back on is wanting to. Sometimes when the lights go off in our relationships and, and, this, and this side of our, of our relationship, some people decide that the lights get turned off and they just go elsewhere. And they're like, you know, it's over, you know what I mean? But the fact that you want to turn the lights back on and you want to light that flame and you want to be back there means that you have something pretty significant to save. So I want to congratulate you for that because the, the very fact that you want to do it and you're making the efforts and taking the strides to be there is huge for him, okay? It's huge for him, okay? So there's still life in this partnership. Do all those things. I also want you to discover your real why, okay? And, 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 then, and, 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 and come to a reasonable solution that okay so this change so maybe this is why i'm not as attractive okay this change and maybe this is why but i still love him so what happens right here in this space is our relationships now change okay it's evolving okay not change drastically but it's evolving okay the relationship is evolving okay so what you could be what you could also be experiencing is that it started one way, but now look at it. It's evolving now. It's here. And now I have to love this because this is different, right? So it, it's, it's the life of, of a long relationship. And it explains why a lot of people don't last in long relationships because they don't always like uh, a different landing pad. They, they're like, I don't like this airport. You know what I mean? This is not where, you know, I took off before. This is not where I want to land. Okay. This is not what I always look forward to. Okay. So you have to be the manager of that. 
and but I would say in, in all of this that to handle him uh, confidently handle him in a way that makes him feel good because sometimes when we make people feel good they actually want to get up and do something different okay and we do have to present that in partnerships people because that's part of the partnership you know you marry people and and one of the rules is that you love them and you support them through all the things that they go through so sometimes that that's being someone who inspires your your partner and 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 possibly maybe right now you're in the place where you have to do the heavy lifting and that's what happens in partnerships okay so 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 do that heavy lifting inspire him make him feel good make notice every little thing he does to improve himself and 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 really make him feel like the the other part and i I can't miss this part is when people know and get that sense of feeling that they can no longer really um enliven you that way okay if they know that right yikes right it kind of hurts a little bit on the other i just want to be on i just want to sit on his side of the table for a moment if i can and really be real thorough with this whole question right when we know that we it's very it's it it really goes to 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 person's ego especially men okay like oh my god i I can't turn my wife on people start to feel very inadequate and sometimes when we feel inadequate it really does a number in the relationship. It starts to affect every aspect of the relationship because there's nothing worse than feeling like you can't please somebody, right? Really. Uh, so I want you to get in and walk into a different pair of shoes today when you go home to him, okay? When you see him, you know, I, you know, walk. You, 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 you made a decision what you want to do. So I want you to walk in those shoes. Okay, take the take the pair of shoes you have on right now. You made a decision that you want to turn it back on. So let's just go a hundred percent there. Okay, put on a different pair of shoes before you walk in that house today. Okay, all right. Be very happy to see him. Kiss him, hello, hug him, whatever, squeeze him, whatever you have to do. Okay. Sometimes we really want that. And we find, and, and uh, you'll discover too that if you've been removed from it for a while, that the more you've been removed from that sort of enlightenment, <laughs> you know, flirtation, teasing your partner, and all that fun stuff that, that, that couples love to do, that the less you start doing of it. Okay, the less you do, the less you do. The more you do, the more you're going to want and crave and want to do. And now, and now you've developed. Uh, an appetite for it okay and an expectation from him not from the 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 good-looking guy up the street okay but an expectation and an appetite for him and he needs to know that okay we need to know that all right because what happens the opposite of that is if we know we we're not turning on our partner it's it's it can be a little bit of, of of an ego buster okay uh, self-esteem and all those things partner with this emotion. It's huge, all right? So I want you to run into his arms today, okay, when you get home and um, act like you really want to be there. Hold his hand, uh, you know, um, and, and do some couple things. Massage therapy, you know, um, instead of sitting opposite of him, sit next to him and give him a little extra attention, but don't lay it on so thick that it looks rehearsed. You know, let it come and dribs and drabs and, and, and let it come 
uh, organically because I, just, I, I believe because of my own marriage that the more you start doing this, the more you're really going to want to do it and cuddle with him, okay? But let it, let it come naturally to you and um, do all these things and see where all this lands. And at the same time, do a couple self-improvement month of September, okay? All right, well, I wish you... Um, great success, and I'd love to hear back from you and how it all worked out, you know, in, in a few months or so. Okay. So my next question is, help, what do I do? I live in an apartment building and next door to a very passionate couple. Everything they do is in Wi-Fi stereo from erotic bedtime, bedtime lullabies to... Hurry up, let's grab some popcorn. They're preparing a huge fight. <laughs> How do I talk to these people? We and several floors above are ready to move out. Yikes. Um, I'm trying to think. You know, I did live next door to a couple like that. But they didn't live right next door to me. They lived across from me. But you know what? Even across from me in the court it was across the courtyard we could still hear them you know uh, these knockout drag out fights i mean it's almost like they would open up every window you know <laughs> just so that they can sort of initiate some sort of a seating audience out, outside their window it was it was unbelievable it really was it's unbelievable and um uh, we didn't know how we were going to handle it because it was so disturbing to us. And we knew other people were disturbed as well. But my husband came up with a great idea. He said, you know, I'm going to go over there next time they do that. And he did. He went over there. And I never even asked him what he said. But he just went over there because he said it, because it was so bad that he was very worried that the woman might be getting abused. So he wanted to show up in his manhood. And uh, just to let the man know that, uh, you know, another a man was showing up because it, it was a bad look, man. It was, man, this is bad. When a, right? When a man shows up in your business, it means you have not properly taken care of your business, okay? Because my husband, it wasn't the first fight that we showed up. But, you know, when my husband one day said, I can't, I can't just sit here, you know, I got to go over there. So what I what I say to you is, um, they're you're right. They're a very passionate couple. You say everything they do, including the lovemaking, is in stereo. But uh, every now and then we kind of chuckle, and it's funny or humorous if it happens every now and then, or or hardly, rarely ever, right? But when it's all the time, right? It's all the time, and all of a sudden it's not funny anymore, and people start to get angry. And it's an, it's their anger and embarrassment and right I you know so I I hear where you are right now. I would say to appoint someone if you it sounds like you and a, and a whole lot of neighbors are, are are been chatting about this so I would say appoint a couple, okay. It doesn't have to be from the same couple the people but people who have the knack and and tact. Okay, you must go and attack with this, right? You, you, you cannot go in um, uh, dropping your manners, you know, with these people because they, they do live there, but you're going in because you all live there. Okay, that's the reasoning. Okay, so it's, it's a very, it, this has to be tackled very carefully. 
Why? Because you could find yourself in a very nasty showdown with people and with with renters' rights. And I don't know if it's a co-op and they own. I, I don't know what the circumstances are legally. But there's nothing worse than living close quarters to someone that you that you're starting to hate. Okay, it is. I, I've been very, very lucky in my life that I've lived next to people that I, we have fallen in love with each other for the most part. Some, and in some neighborhoods more than others. There's some neighborhood communities I've lived in and I, and I, was, I, I, was, I used to like cry that I had to leave thinking I'm never going to find these, these people again, right? But the one thing that you, you really want to go in with is about the good fence, you know, the, the, right? The good fence makes great neighbors, and, and there has to be a fence there, right? So perhaps they're not aware that they can be heard in stereo. So the first thing is to make them aware, okay? And to make them aware in a, in a, in a decent, integrity-filled conversation that's really grown up and someone's not throwing an ultimatum and stuff, and right, and threatening them and making them feel small, okay? So appoint two people to go in and, t- and have this conversation with them and say, hey, you know what? We, we, we're, we're, all, we're all a little jealous out here because, man, the, 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 the bedroom scenes are, man, you're making us all look bad. You know, you can go in like that, right? And, it's, and this way you're complimenting them, right? Which really, right? And, and, and a machismo thing, you know, men be all over that. They love that, right? God. So go in like that. You're making us all look bad, man. This bed, these bedroom scenes, really, you can hear that? You know what I mean? So... Take a breath, you know, wait to hear what they say, because the first thing is they may not even be aware, okay? And then see what their reactions are on that. I wouldn't go into the fighting part because that's embarrassing. You know, when people, you realize, oh, my God, they heard our fights. Well, how much did they hear? Well, I don't know, you know. Uh, so compliment them on their passion. <laughs> right? Compliment them, Right. And and uh, you know go in uh, go in very uh, diligently to make sure that you are able to transfer that information correctly. Okay, did you know? Yeah, you know, and really you can hear. Yeah, you know, we can we we heard a couple of scenes, man, and us men we don't we don't know what we got to do now. You know, we can't match up. You know, whatever you whatever you got to say, right? I mean, you really want to go at his ego on this and hers too, right? It was you. What a lucky woman you are, my God! You know, I you know I don't know that we even had that on our honeymoon. So you know, you can go at it like that. This way. Um, they'll understand, right? We're all grown people. They'll get it, okay? They'll get it. And then you want to back off, all right? And then, then let them alone, okay? Say that and then let them alone. See what happens, okay? And give them a month, okay? Because now they got to wean and, and correct behaviors and stuff. It gets very complicated, all right? So give them, don't, don't ride them so harshly, Give them 30 to 60 days to, to harness, you know, their emotions, right? To soundproof some walls, all right? And to, and, and, and to maybe start looking in the classifieds for some private, you know, standalone houses, all right? So give them that opportunity to do all those things, all right? And I tell you, 
if you go in with that approach, with those words, with that kind of humor, you're probably going to really make great friends out of these people. Okay, they'll be embarrassed, they'll be humble, and they'll be happy that somebody let them know, right? Somebody, somebody said something, right? So um, go with that and then see what happens, all right? All right. Um, let me see, how am I doing on time? Okay. I'm going to take a commercial break, and uh, you're listening to Beer This and That. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. We'll be back in a moment. And we're back. You're listening to Beer This and That Relationship Radio. I'm your host, Cynthia DeLeonardo. Well, uh, we are talking today on Winning Wednesday. Woohoo! And I am coming up with, with some solutions uh, for what do I do <laughs> kind of question, relationship and life question. So I'm going to get on to my next question, which is, my husband constantly flirts with every girlfriend I bring around. It used to be cute, but now it's really embarrassing me. It's really embarrassing me. My girlfriend seemed to be humored by it, but it's starting to appear that what I have ain't enough for his ravenous appetite. Do I curb his manners or do I send him packing? Ooh, this is a good one. Okay. I wouldn't send him packing right now. I wouldn't send him packing but without, you know, uh, a conversation and, 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 and seeking some correction. Okay, obviously this is not the guy that you married, all right? If it, right, because you seem to be surprised, all right? Um, we go through these phases in our life. Why is he so flirtatious? Well, I don't know. He could be going through a phase where he he needs this, right? Sometimes we go through that phase where we need where we need it, and we're trying to get attention, all right? And do I agree with it? No, <laughs> but he he wants the attention. Okay, perhaps it's. He doesn't feel attractive, and it feels good to flirt, right? Because what do we get back from flirtatious types of actions? It's people, you know, they give a little bit of here, a little tease here, and it's all very funny, it's cute, and then we go home to our partners, yes? It's usually very innocent, and, it, and it's done with absolutely no harm. Now, every now and then it's okay. I've seen this even with my own husband or even my girlfriends because I had a very, a very attractive husband and it seemed that every girlfriend I had, they, he was irres, irre, irresistible to all. He just, he just was, right? And there were a few of them that, that I saw like, wow, you know, they're actually flirting with my husband. How about that? Um, it didn't bother me because it just didn't bother me and it didn't happen so often okay it was every now and then you saw you got an eyeful of a little teasing here and there and you know what we're all human you know and i tell you when you're dealing with uh people who are sexually appealing you almost have to expect it people i don't but 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 you have to monitor it you have to make sure that wait a minute you know what this is happening like on a regular basis you know i can't like put up with this all right but you also have to know that if you have a very sexually appealing partner a very attractive partner uh that 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 partner is is going to attract 
those types of actions sometimes, right? I mean, we have to mind our manners and keep our hats on, right? But you have to know every now and then that's going to happen. That people slip, it's innocent, it's cute, it's fun, right? And, and, and I would say stand back. And that's what I used to do. I, I, I stood back. I think there was one time I didn't stand back that I, that I don't think I really said anything. But I didn't stand back. I, I was paying attention because I thought, mm, you know, when, when we come to the, mm, you know, uh, we got to really take a, We got to follow that through. Right. So I had I had one moment, you know, when I saw that kind of flirting going on, I went, hmm. And I stood back and it went nowhere. OK, it went. I, w- I wasn't. I, I, I don't think I was really his steady, steady, but we were working on it, you know. So it was too early in the relationship to, to even come with a, a, a sort of mentality where, where you know, oh, I don't like that. But I kept an eye on it because I also didn't want to be with someone that, you know, their hat was off for everybody. You know what I mean? So um, I, I kept an eye on it at the beginning and onset of our relationship. And it was, and, and based on that, I was looking at that because that was going to predicate whether or not I could partner with this person or not. You know what I mean? Because every now and then, yes, and you give people that they're human for heaven's sake, right? Yeah, a little float here, whatever. And my husband did the same for me. My husband did the same for me. You know, men would flirt with me and he would give them that. Uh, but, you know, you also have to be very strong as a couple and know that you're leaving together at the end of the night. You also have to be very secure to know that your partner is coming home to you. You know, you also have to know that your partner is just flirting innocently and not making a fool out of you. There's a huge difference there. And it's a big gap, okay? Flirting innocently and making a fool out of someone publicly are two different stories, okay? So this regular basis that he has going on could be a reflection of his own insecurity of his own manhood you know he needs to feel a little action i don't know what's happening with him you know so you don't indicate life changes that he's going through because we do go through these changes you know women go through it their first wrinkle you know they you know we freak out right and 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 we wonder sometimes do we still got it or did we lose it you know how do we get it back you know like can i buy it back or is it an action that i need to take what roads i need to walk on to make sure i keep it you know so this is very important to some of us not all of us you know there's some people that you know they don't care hey you know i have it i don't have it you know it doesn't matter to me some people really that really had it and had it big still want to have it you know they they don't grow out of it you know they don't feel themselves aging actually we don't feel it we look in the mirror one day and we're shocked like wait a minute i still feel as sexy and 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 amazing as i did 20 years ago and we're always shocked when we go look back in the mirror yes my first question to you is i want you to give him uh and, and and give him some embracing of your 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 love and support of him of what possibly he could be going through okay we don't know right so i want you to have i want your empathy bone to really stand on this one and look at him more as he's not misbehaving but he's something's happening in here you didn't say he was following up these actions right he's not following up these actions right so flirt here flirt there and you know ha ha he he i want you to 
monitor, are you flirting with your partner? I mean, are you making him feel attractive? This, and uh, listen, I'm not putting this on you at all. I'm not saying this is your fault, but part of the relationship is we still want to feel like we're attractive to our partner. I was just went into this on the end of my last question. We still want to know that we could, you know, ignite those sort of emotions with the person that we love the most. Okay. It hurts when we feel like, wait a minute, there's no one in the world that I love more than this person and, and I no longer physically are attractive to them. Okay. So I want you to uh, take a look at your own behavior and interaction with your partner. You know, um, are you loving on your partner enough? Because sometimes when we do this, it's a cry out for attention. Okay, so all the things that I list here may not be applicable to you, but I want to go through them anyway so that you'll have, you can address these questions, you know, privately and know, okay? Let me, a process of elimination is not this, it's not that, all right? So, and this is the way to find a solution sometimes on things that we have no clue about. Make sure you're giving him a lot of love, a lot of attention, okay? Uh, and, and that he knows it, okay? That you, you think he is amazing, okay? Give him that, okay? Give him that attention, all right? I want you to also flirt with him. Sometimes, and it happens to a lot of us, we, we get into these amazing relationships and, and we, some of us get together with our flirting, you know, you start flirting with someone, you know, three miles across from you, right? I mean, you know, and, and, you, got, and you got those signals, right? And based on those signals, you came together, right? So what happens in 20 years or 10 years or maybe five years from now that what happens what happened to those flirting things? What happened? Where did they go? You know, I know they used to live here, but somehow we kind of dropped them off somewhere. You know, so you want you you want to keep that stuff alive in your relationship. And uh, sometimes we pull away and we start becoming more of a friend. Then wait a minute, this is someone that we couldn't wait to to, to rip all our clothes off. You know, right? Right? Were you ever there? All right. Were you ever in the position where you were ripping your clothes off for this person? Or they were ripping your clothes off you for them, right? I don't know, whichever. whichever. At, at any rate, the passion was definitely there. Uh, so the, the flirting here and there, it's really nice. It's, 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 it's a nice thing to do. And, and there's ways to do it everywhere. You know, you can flirt everywhere and, and within reason and, and within uh, privacy and decency publicly, you know. But, but there's, there's ways to do it very innocently. But people like that. You know, they, they like that. And it's, and it's um, you know, turning the page and, and going into a second of, of being erotic for a minute. You know, it is, it is uh, uh, flirting and teasing is a form of foreplay you know, for the bedroom later that night, okay? So you could start at 5 o'clock in the afternoon, something that's preparing you for at 10 o'clock tonight, okay? Because you're still going to be harnessing those feelings and you're going to know this person really wants me, you know what I mean? So, you know, so between you taking off your work clothes and you're getting comfortable around the house, a little flirt here, flirt there. Now your partner's like, this person wants me, you know? So it, 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 it stirs up something that's amazing for your bedroom later later tonight. Okay, this person wants me. You know, I'm going to show up, right? You know, but if you 
set off the sort of actions and emotions. I'm just a friend, you know, right? I don't know. She's doing the dishes, you know. I don't know where she is. When is the last time she came up behind me and just hugged me for no reason or kissed me or something, right? She doesn't want me, right? And, and so all of your actions could be saying that. All right, she doesn't want me. Right, she didn't kiss me today. Right, no hugs. Right, no flirtatious. I even flirted with her, and and she didn't even. She just looked at me blank. It completely went flat. You know, it was just dead. She doesn't want me. Right, so all of these things we say very quietly. So it t- come ten o'clock tonight, he rolls over and he goes to bed. <laughs> That's what happens. Right, she doesn't want me. Right, that's how it happens, people. Right. The fact that we, you know, have been married for a long time doesn't mean that those feelings are just going to stay magically alive. We have to constantly be creating this stuff all the time, all right? Your partner may be physically, sexually very attractive, but we could still go flat even on those people because I see this face, this beautiful face every day. Yeah, so what, (laughs) right? Everyone else, I don't understand what all the hoopla is about. I see it every day, right? But if if it goes flat, okay, and it just becomes business as usual for you, now you're sending out the signals that will deter uh, any anything in the bedroom. Or it'll just, you know, as I started off, you know, there's nothing worse than people being there just because they feel like they have to, okay? It becomes a duty, and now they just got to go through, through the motions, you know? And uh, I don't think anybody really wants that. You know, I think we a lot of us do it, okay? But I don't think we really want that. If you really interviewed these people, like, privately, and, and they really discovered that no one was going to hear what they said, they would tell you that they hate that, okay? They would tell you, I hate it, man. I just don't want to do it, right? Um, nobody really wants it, but we all do it because we feel like I married this person. I have to do it, and, you know, but I really don't want to, and I can't say I don't want to, and... And then all of a sudden, it ends up into years and years of a, of a passionless marriage. Okay. I want you to try all these things and then see what happens. I don't want you to say anything to him right now. All right. Since you're just asking this question to me, and now you're going to bring everything out of the barn and all the tools and stuff and try to see what, what's happening here. Okay. Now you, now you, with the solution, you have to try to see what's going to happen. You got to do some things. You got to take action and see what he does. Okay. So I want you to do all these things. I want you to show up with, um, uh, because I don't know, are you showing up in onesies for bed? Are you showing up every now and then with, with, with something that gives them a little something, you know, to stir up? Okay, so I, I don't know. So I, I would say start looking at all of that stuff, you know, get out of the onesies and get into something that is appealing or perhaps nothing at all. That <laughs> was another option, yes? But I want you to in, intentionally, okay, take this on as a homework assignment, okay, with, with intentionally to, to uh, provoke these, this other side of this emotion out of him. And then I want you to monitor without anyone noticing what he's doing now with the other women, okay? What's happening now with the other women, with your girlfriends, okay? I want you to see what happens. Once he's getting all of this stuff, 
you know, he's getting all this attention. You're making him feel sexy. He, fe- he feels like he's desirable and all of these things. Then I want you to step back and, and see what, what he does from there, okay? And, and, and I want you to give this some time, okay? Give it some time. Give it, give it like, a, a, like a three months or something, okay? For you to, you know, go buy. Because you can't just throw it all on him at one time. Let it be gradually. Go out shopping, okay? Get some lingerie or something and really spice things up. Maybe the bedroom, you know. Uh, uh, here's another thing that's very, very important. Keeping the, the passion in our bedroom is a lot more than just the the um, the passion and lust that we have for one another. Okay, keeping the passion in our bedroom is sometimes more than the lust, especially in a marriage. Okay, if you're just meeting up and all of a sudden you just come around and uh, in, in a new relationship, you know you can you can go in a barn where the most unintimate place and the you won't see anything. Okay. But when you become settled in in relationships and you have your own bedroom and it's this and that and the other, it's very important that we set the mood, okay? So I, I always say the bedrooms should be for the bedroom, okay? Not for all your work papers all over the bed, okay? <laughs> right, really, right? Not for all the laundry hanging around, unfold it, all right? In other words, really keep it like if you went to a, ho- a really beautiful hotel room, how you like it, right? We like that, right? When we go away, we're like, oh God, this is so nice. I wish my own bedroom was like this. Well, your own bedroom can be like that, okay? It can, okay? You can make it and create whatever you want it, want it to be, okay? You can go out and get some really beautiful bedspreads, do the curtains, and do a nice color on the wall, you know, uh, uh, I don't like white. If your walls are white, I say, oh, my God, no white walls in the bedroom, please. Okay, no white walls in the bedroom. You know, it's, it's, it's not a place to be sterile, right? A lot, of, a lot of wild things could happen in the bedroom, and white walls are not sufficient, right? So if you have white walls in your bedroom, I want you to go out this weekend, and I want you to come up with, with, with some new decor for your bedroom and decide on something, but somebody's got to paint those walls, right? Do it together in partnership. The, the overalls, make it very sexy. A little paint here, a little paint there, right? Wash it all off together in the shower. Really, I mean, we can, we can really stir up passion just about with anything, yes? So here's an opportunity to have some real fun, okay? But uh, part of the keeping the lust and the and wanting the passion in, in, in that in our bedroom is making sure that we keep that room for love, okay, for sleeping, okay, so it's peaceful and and, and for the passion that you can bring, right? And a lot of times uh, that kind of sparks it really. You know, we could walk in our bedroom and go, oh, you know what, I'm really not in the mood, right? It just feels, you know. So help yourself, okay? Help yourself. It, 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 everything you look at, really help yourself and constantly be recreating all the time and doing the work. Help do, do this work for yourselves, all right? And this is not just for you, okay? I want you to look at that. This is for your partnership. This is going to give you something really amazing, okay? And I would do something really amazing in that room, okay? But you got to really keep, keep it neat. Okay, go be slob. If you're a person that really doesn't care about neatness, 
take that into every other aspect of your home, but your bedroom must be kept neat, okay, so that it, that it looks appealing, okay, that when you walk and when you open up that door that it looks like, wow, this is really nice, whether for sleeping or for the other thing. Okay, make it so that it's inviting and appealing and, it, and you've got to welcome Matt to do anything there. Okay, the things that are important that you want to do. Okay, and I would say uh, take this on as a project this weekend. If, if you look at your bedrooms and you say, well, my walls aren't white, but we need to do something here, right? Take that on as a weekend project. Okay. Take it on as a weekend project, babe. You know, we're going to do something with our bedroom uh, this weekend. I really want to spice things up here and, you know, want to, it'll be more inviting for us for rest and for intimacy if we really start recreating what we want here. In our relationships, um, we can never just move in and unpack the bags and that's it, right? We... We have to always be recreating and baking like baking bread all the time, okay? All the time, right? And, and we're allowed to go through phases, maybe a season where, you know what, for the last six months, my wife really hasn't wanted to, you know, make love to me, but, but there's a good reason behind it. There's a reason behind it because this happened, because she's going through that, because he's going through this, because he's dealing with that. That is normal, okay? And you can expect that in every relationship that possibly might come up in the longevity of your relationship, okay? And that is perfectly healthy, okay, until it moves in, okay? You, it should be a phase and not be something that unpacks itself and takes residence okay it shouldn't take residence all right so know that and and cut people that kind of slack and give them that benefit okay and help them out throw them a lifeline (laughs) right throw them a lifeline and be willing to to try and walk into all of the solutions okay all right then so Winning Wednesday, how I started, I am going to conclude this podcast and I want to go back to, um, I wish you an amazing Winning Wednesday. Keep on top of your goals and remember every day, set a, a one goal that you know is doable that you can accomplish, you know, maybe out of 10 or 15, maybe, right? That one that I know I could really land one of these, you know, at least, right? I want to thank you so very much. As you hear, I do the What Do I Do series, yes, which I love. And if you have a question for me, I want you to send that along to me. There's a lot of different ways to do it. You know, I'll, you can reach out to me on Twitter. You can reach out to me uh, through my uh, podcast. I'll, sometimes I'll send a message here, write me here. Uh, but but there's and, and a lot of you already doing that. You reach out to me uh, uh, when you want to. So reach out to me with any questions, topics that I can discuss. It would be wonderful for me if you're willing to share. I love to hear it. It's how I learn. I want to wish you an amazing, amazing winning Wednesday. Until next time. Good night. <laughs>